Welcome to Your Community Matters right here on KKNW AM 1150 and AM 880 KIXI. Hi, I'm Eric Crema, your host. And for the next half hour, I've got a very interesting conversation coming your way. I'm going to be speaking with Mary Steele. She is the Executive Director of Compass Housing Alliance. And we're going to talk about the organization itself, her involvement in it, and where we're headed in terms of helping to relieve the homeless situation here in our region. So when we get back from this message, we're going to get right into the conversation. It's going to be an interesting one. We'll probably give out a, some information like a website or a phone number. So be please, please be prepared to jot that down. So we'll be right back with this edition of Your Community Matters right after this. The definition of a home is a place where one lives permanently. That's the dictionary definition. But what does home actually mean? To us, it's a place to have a houseplant you get to water, a place for a hot shower, a place for a refrigerator with food in it, and a safe place for your kids to hang art on a fridge. For so many of our neighbors living outside, home is a distant dream, but it shouldn't be. At Compass Housing Alliance, we believe that everyone deserves a home. With your support, we can continue to make these dreams of a safe, affordable home come true. Learn more at compasshousingalliance.org. And welcome back to Your Community Matters right here on AM 880 KIXI and, of course, 1150 AM KKNW. This is also sent to podcasts. Appreciate all our listeners, no matter how you're accessing this program. Uh, you're the stars, in a sense, that make this so popular out there, and we appreciate you telling people, friends and family, about it. This subject is definitely top of news these days. We're going to be talking about homelessness and what's being done to help leave it and help those neighbors that we have that are in need. And so I thought it fitting to have um, this wonderful lady come in, Mary Steele. She's executive director of Compass Housing Alliance. So welcome, Mary, to our studios here. Good to be here, Eric. Really appreciate your time and making it in. Um, let's kind of get right into it by talking a bit about you. I'm always fascinated about how people get involved in these types of organizations because there's usually sort of a personal story to it or drive that makes them want to help. So maybe a little bit about your background and how you came to be the executive director there at Compass Housing Alliance. Sure. Thanks for asking. Um, so I grew up on the East Coast. Don't hold that against me. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to say, go Phillies. Oh, of course. Philadelphia. So, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Actually, go Eagles too, right? But, yeah, uh, you're having a good year. That city's a good having year. a great yeah, year. Yeah. So, uh, but I've moved here to Seattle in 1984, so I've been around a long time. Okay. Uh, and I do definitely uh, prefer the Mariners and Seahawks anymore so, <laughs> when they're playing together. Um, but I got I came here to practice law. I worked at Davis Wright Tremaine for 25 years, uh, which was a long time to be a lawyer. I call myself mm. a recovering lawyer. <laughs> uh, but uh, the way I got into this work, I had actually retired and uh, planned to be retired. But um, I, I don't know. It, Aristotle, I think, uh, is is attributed to this, that you, you find your purpose when your um, your skills match the needs of the world, right? And I had never found my purpose practicing law, which is why I'd retired. Uh, but I found my purpose in, in working in nonprofits. It's something that I have uh, found that uh, I enjoy. And also I see, um, I see things that um, I see how people are helped and how people move forward and how people can live and thrive in their best lives. That's great. That's a, that's a great story. So 
from the end of your career as an attorney, if you will, to when you started working with companies, how long was that? About 12 years. I, oh, uh, so you're retired, you were retired for a, a bit then. Well, I actually didn't start at Compass. I started at a, uh, an organization called New Horizons, which works with homeless youth. And it's an organization I had been on the board of, and they had a difficult leadership transition, and they actually called me to see if I would uh, give them some legal advice. Oh, I see. And I ended up then becoming the interim director there. And uh, knowing what I know now, I would not have hired me for that, but uh, (laughs) things worked out, and I actually ended up staying there for eight years. Oh, wow. And then I started doing interim executive director work, and I uh, worked at a couple organizations before Compass and came in as an interim when they also had a leadership transition. You know, there's a lot of things people think about when they get the vision of someone who might be homeless, and... I, at least, and I'll admit to this, tend to forget that there are teenagers, too, that are, oh that are dealing goodness. with this. Oh, my goodness, yes, yes, yeah. I, I We saw kids as young as 12. Oh, wow. Uh, who were on the streets on their own. I remember one kid, his, um, his foster parents had just dropped him off at mm. a gas station and left him. Mm. Uh, and things, about a third of the people who are currently on the streets as adults started as homeless youth started as teens yeah and of course i would imagine they're even more susceptible to the dangers of living on the streets yeah there was a study done uh several years ago now that um, a young woman who becomes homeless and starts to hang out at westlake park which a lot of them did at the time would be approached by someone who uh, wants to traffic them within about 45 minutes. So, yeah, it's it's not a good place to be. No. So that also gives you, though, a unique perspective uh, on the situation. You see it a little bit more broadly as you then go to work at Compass. Sure. Out, yeah. 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 Well, and, and you can see uh, how where people come from and, and what has led them to be where they are. So when did Compass Housing Alliance contact you or reach out or did you? No, I was I was actually a professional interim at the time, and so they were looking for someone to help with a again a leadership transition. Got it. So they did reach out. Well, let's let's talk about Compass Housing Alliance uh, as an organization and what it does and what it means for those people who have maybe heard the name but never quite known. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of folks have heard the name because we've been around for 102 years. Oh my goodness! Uh, we started uh, the first. Uh, uh, started by a uh, Swedish former sailor Lutheran pastor and started what he called the uh, Lutheran Sailors and Loggers Mission in Pioneer Square. Uh, quickly became Compass. And we've been working out of Pioneer Square uh, since the beginning um, and are still there. But mm. we've also, since then, we now have apartments that, that stretch from Shoreline down to, to SeaTac. So we've grown quite a bit in 102 years. We have low-income apartments, typically for people who have no income at all or earn up to as much as 60% of the area median income. And then we also have uh, shelters and other services for people without homes. 102 years, that's amazing. Uh, It'd be interesting to know, kind of look at those people that have been helped and how they have progressed in their lives and, and maybe have a, a look back sort of a thing uh, because it, it has to be at this point hundreds, right? 
Oh, they, thousands. Been, thousands. Tens of, of thousands, actually. That, that's wonderful. Yeah. And we do have people who come back and tell us. One, uh, one <laughs> actually, my very first week at Compass. So, you know, I'm brand new trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, I get a call from the Seattle Times, a reporter, who's once talked to me about one of our uh, shelter residents who's been essentially uh, picketing at the mayor's office about <laughs> something that Compass had done. So, you know, I was like, okay, <laughs> now, now what do I do, right? <laughs> I don't even know what's spot. going on. I don't even, I've never been to this shelter, you know. Anyway, so uh, that gentleman, uh, we resolved everything. And there were some issues that we needed to clean up. But I went and had coffee with him just to get to know, you know, who he was and mm-hmm. what his issues were. Well, so we kept in touch, and uh, he uh, would send me an email every now and then letting me know how he's doing. He stayed in the shelter. Uh, About a a couple months ago, I got an email from him saying, I just want to thank you all. Uh, I'm I'm in a a home that you guys helped me to get. I'm working for a grocery chain, and I'm in management now. Wow. You know, so we do have stories like that all the time. True success story for, for that individual. I like the face-to-face way you approach the situation uh, that you were in, in on that. That tells me a lot about you and maybe even about the organization. I was just talking to a, uh, another person in a different organization the other day about how we've kind of lost that with technology. You know, it's all yeah. done email or, and, and things get misunderstood and misrepresented. It's nice just to have that face-to-face and take a problem or a situation head-on. You know, I've never worked at an organization where one of the stated values is love before working at Compass, but that really is the secret sauce of what we do. Uh, you know, it's all about, we don't just get people into housing, right? We create community around them because that's what keeps them housed. You know, if you take someone out of their street family, which they, they have families on the streets, and you just throw them into an apartment by themselves, they're not going to be successful. So our job is to create that community. So that's probably a big reason why you do what you do. But what is the root of why Compass does what it does? You know, it's really part of the DNA. Uh, Otto Karlstrom is the guy who started it all. And, uh, you know, he was all about uh, it's our job to, to help our neighbors and to help each other, right? And so that's woven into the fabric of the organization. And uh, when you then put on top of that the fact that housing is one of the most critical needs that we have in our community, not just in our community, but in the entire country, right? Uh, Being able to, again, take what we do well and marry it to that critical need uh, is, is why we do it. You can hardly turn on a radio station uh, particularly a talk station or a read a newspaper opinion column, that sort of thing, or television stations and so on, really any media in it these days. And everybody seems to have an opinion of homelessness and the causes and, and what needs to be done. Absolutely. How do you fix yeah. it? Um, I like to think that at the heart of that is people just want to help. They just have different versions of what it takes. Now, what are some things from your perspective, from Compass's, what are some, some things that people need to understand about homelessness and what are some of the solutions that you think work? Well, that's a very big question. <laughs> <laughs> we, 
We've only got 25 more minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the one thing to remember is that homelessness is not just one issue, right? It's every person has their own individual issue that causes them to be on the streets. Uh, For many of them, it's it's a disability. And that may be substance Mm. abuse disorder. That may be a mental illness. But it's, you know, they are on the streets because there is something that is keeping them from being able to be in society successfully. Uh, So many of them would, in fact, qualify for um, supplemental security income, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you qualify for that, can you guess what the maximum amount that you could receive on SSI is? I have no idea, but I, I bet it's not enough to cover your housing. Well, it's $800 a month. Yeah. Yeah. So in a place like Seattle or King County as a whole, mm-hmm. $800 isn't going to buy you a cup of coffee, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. uh, so that's why uh, between 30 and 50 percent, that's why between 30 and 50 percent of those folks are on the streets. They're, they have a disability. Their income is not sufficient to cover the cost of housing. And so that's what Compass does is we provide housing for those folks who have very little or no income. Uh, and, you know, we're trying around the, the region to develop more of that housing, but it takes time and it's expensive. And there are, right now there are 12,000 people out there who need it, right? So uh, how can we more quickly develop that housing, more quickly provide a place for folks to be. For those who are just tuning in right now to this program, you're listening to Your Community Matters here on AM 880 KIXI and 1150 AM KKNW, your alternative talk station. Thank you so much for listening to these radio stations and this podcast when you hear it via podcast. I have in studio with me Mary Steele. She's executive director of Compass Housing Alliance. We're going to take a quick break here, but before we do that, Mary, could you give uh, a website or some information for, again, especially for those who maybe just tuned in and like, I want to learn more? Sure. There's a lot of information on our website, which is compasshousingalliance.org. So if you can spell that, you can get to our (laughs) website. (laughs) It'll autofill on Google, too. That's right. Compasshousingalliance.org. O-R-G. That's, That's the right. important one. CompassHousingAlliance.org. Well, uh, Mary, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We've got lots more to talk about. Um, and for those of you out there listening, maybe a little bit sort of skeptical about the homeless situation, just think how close circumstance can bring you to the streets. I think about that a lot, how if certain things changed in my life overnight, I could be right there with them. So uh, this is an important topic for me, and I'm glad you're here talking. We'll be right back with more Your Community Matters. The definition of a home is a place where one lives permanently. That's the dictionary definition. But what does home actually mean? To us, it's a place to have a houseplant you get to water, a place for a hot shower, a place for a refrigerator with food in it, and a safe place for your kids to hang art on a fridge. For so many of our neighbors living outside, home is a distant dream, but it shouldn't be. At Compass Housing Alliance, we believe that everyone deserves a home. With your support, we can continue to make these dreams of a safe, affordable home come true. Learn more at compasshousingalliance.org. 
And welcome back to Your Community Matters. I'm Eric Crema here on 880 AIXI, your home of just some wonderful music and programs like this. And then, of course, 1150 AM KKNW, your alternative talk station. Be sure to check out our respective websites and learn about all this programming. If you like what you hear, please tell your friends and family. We so appreciate it because you're the ones that help us be successful. So thank you, uh, not only listening to this, prog- this program, but these radio stations. Let's get back to the conversation with Mary Steele. She's executive director of Compass Housing Alliance. We're talking about the uh, homeless situation here in the region and what's being done, positive things that are being done to address the situation. Welcome back to the studio. Thanks, Eric. Um, are there any upcoming or new projects or maybe campaigns that people should know about? We have a couple things going on. Uh, the first is we're actually opening a new hotel shelter in Auburn. Uh, we're pretty excited about that and hope to be open in the next few months. So uh, we're working on hiring staff and doing the, the physical changes that need to happen and getting to know the community in Auburn because we have not worked there in the past. So very excited about that. I love that downtown in Auburn. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just great. I go down there about twice a year yeah. and just grab a lunch or something. It's, it's, it's very homey. I like it. Well, the thing that I think most people might like to hear is that the the shelter is not located around residential areas or uh, it, it's actually located out by the airport. Gotcha. So um, there is bus service so that the folks who are there can have uh, the ability to get around, but uh, we won't be uh, impacting uh, residential neighborhoods. We were talking a little bit during, just actually j- just prior to the <laughs> show, about some of the other challenges that are facing Compass that are outside this region. I mean, just things like the national economy and and interest rates and the supply right. chain, yeah. and, you know, all of as those. it's affecting all of us, right? Right, absolutely. Uh, care to speak to that a little bit about how it kind of weaves its way down to your uh, situations that you're dealing with at Compass? Yeah, there's a couple things that are going on that are significantly impacting us. One of them is insurance, of all things. Oh, okay. Sure. Which, you know, boring subject, right? However, uh, our property insurance rates in the past few years have gone from 400000 to $1.2 million because um, it's just tough to get insurance mm. for affordable housing these days, you know. Um, and we expect that to continue. But the other thing is our workforce. Mm. Uh, we need to take care of our workforce. We've uh, had folks uh, who make, they, we, they who start, at about $19 an hour, right? Um, and it's hard to find people who can can work for that, right? And so we're trying to increase those salaries uh, so that our folks can live, a, the folks who work for us can also thrive, right? Absolutely. So we're working on that. And uh, that, unfortunately, you know, our, our uh, government funders uh, – are not necessarily wanting to increase what they pay us by that amount. So we have to find other ways to, to do that. It's certainly a struggle for all businesses and organizations right now is finding those employees that right. that can work for that amount. Or, or it's, it's just very difficult, as you said, in this economy, particularly in this region, $19 an hour, maybe in uh, the 90s sounded right, absolutely. tons of money. Yeah, yeah. But now yeah. it's not so much. Um, yes, yeah, so we absolutely want to increase that. I imagine, though, one of the draws for people that are maybe considering looking for a job and thinking, you know, I would like to work for Compass is just the, the, the fringe benefit of knowing you're helping people, people to people. 
well, you can't eat that, right? Yeah. No, I get that. Oh, I get that. But it's a driver for someone who. Absolutely. May, yeah. What if you're, um, what if you're semi-retired, if you will? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there actually another big benefit of working for us is that we promote people very quickly. Uh, you know, we if if somebody who's a good worker is going to be moving up the ranks. In fact, our current the director of our emergency services started as a relief staff uh, not that long ago. So. So why do you think homelessness is such a challenge in this region and what needs to change? Well, I, I, the biggest issue is the cost of housing. Um, there are studies that show that every 1% in, or I'm sorry, for every $100 that rent increases, the, the average rent, you're going to see a 1% increase in homelessness, right? So it's a very direct correlation between the cost of housing and people on the streets. Some people, you know, uh, they blame it on drug addiction. They blame it on mental illness. Well, other communities have those things too, right? Mm -hmm. And they, you don't necessarily see the same level of homelessness as you do in the high, uh, the, the high cost of living cities. And so, you know, there's a significant correlation between that high cost of housing and homelessness. Well, we're obviously heading to winter here. It's going to be getting darker sooner. It's going to obviously be getting colder. Uh, matter of fact, they're calling for the first frost here. I know. Uh, coming up, which, <laughs> you know, it's lovely if you love fall and right. you have a, a wonderful, nice, warm place to lay your head. But if you don't have a home, if you're homeless, um, these, these can be dangerous months. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are there some critical things that um, people can do now to help out? Well, you know, we're finally opening up to volunteers again after being closed uh, because of the pandemic. So we have a lot of volunteer opportunities that are available on our our website uh, that someone can go and and just choose something that looks like fun, right? And if if volunteer, if you don't have the time or maybe not right. the, the skills, you can always donate money, correct? Absolutely. And we also have an Amazon wish list that people could go to and provide those very tangible things. A nice yeah. personal touch to it. That's right, yeah. And uh, it, is a, um, it is a charity in a sense that you get, this could be uh, a tax write-off Abs- as yeah, well? Yeah, we're a, we're a 501c3 registered a uh, charitable organization. So, you talk yeah. about searching for stuff. I was searching for the 501c3, <laughs> there right? There you go. Yep, yeah. yep. CompassHousingAlliance.org. CompassHousingAlliance.org. Log on and learn about their mission, the things that they've been doing. Um, they actually have a great website. Now that I think about it, I remember going on there a couple of weeks ago. And uh, easy ways to donate and learn how you can volunteer. So that's CompassHousingAlliance.org. Um Mary, uh, you've mentioned housing first, and also you've used the term harm reduction. Can you explain what this is and why Compass believes in it? Well, housing first essentially means that you put people into housing before you don't require them to be clean and sober before they come into housing. One of the things we find is it's almost impossible to stay clean and sober on the streets, Mm -hmm. right? So if people want to uh, to, to get clean, they can't do it. So we bring them into housing first, and then we absolutely see a reduction in use of uh, substances. That's wonderful. Right. And the same thing, harm reduction is essentially we want to take away, we don't want people to die of fentanyl overdoses on the streets, right? And that's happening more and more and more and more. 
Um, we want to find a way to reduce that potential harm, help people use less if they're not ready to stop using, help people use more safely if they're not ready to even uh, reduce their use. But, you know, uh, you can't get clean if you're dead, right? Mm. So the, that's the idea of harm reduction. I've, all, I've gone back and forth on this in my own mind, but if you, you come to an intersection and you see one someone asking for money, mm-hmm. sometimes I've given them money, sometimes I haven't. I kind of go back and forth and I instead give to a charity. What is your recommendation being sort of in the heat of, of battle, if you will? to what yeah. you do. You know, I don't usually give, but every now and then, uh, to, you know, a mother with a child, you right. know, uh, I might. But typically there are services available. We have a day center, for example, in Piner Square where anybody can come in and get a meal. Anybody can come in and get a shower or clean their clothes. So um, that's the kind of thing I look for to give to. There you go. And they could also go on the website and just donate money. Absolutely. That might just be a great way to yeah. do it. Uh, because, again, I think in their hearts, we uh, in all our hearts, we want people to have a home. We want people not to be having asked for money on a street corner Absolutely, and that sort of thing. Yeah. And so, you know, let's, let's, let's take that desire and push it off toward an action, right? Absolutely. Let's do an action. Yep. CompassHousingAlliance.org. A couple minutes left. Um, can you give us an example of how Compass has changed some lives? You gave us one. But do you have any others just sort of a Oh, for head? sure. Yeah. Well, so I was down. We have a, a veteran center in Retton. We have another one in Shoreline where, you know, people who have served our country can, can find dignity and housing. And uh, I was down there the other day. We, it, a few months ago, we had an opera singer come and, and do a concert for mm. our guests there, the folks who live there. Uh, and I was sitting next to a gentleman who, as soon as he found out who I was, he said to me, I just want to tell you how Compass has changed my life. And he had been living in one of our shelters and uh, was able to then move into our Renton Veterans Center and have an apartment there. And he said, you know, I'd be dead if I weren't here. And now I am, I've gotten into video editing and he's... Uh, creating all this art and uh, just living a, a great life. So, yeah. Well, let's leave on that note. I like that kind of a note to leave on. Uh, thank you for shining your personal light into the homeless situation here and showing people the way along with, of course, Compass Housing Alliance. I think they're uh, probably very pleased to have you on board <laughs> and your entire team and staff. I've met a few and they seem very dedicated. It's a great team. There you go. Well, thanks so much for your time. Thank um, you. Hopefully we... Um, Maybe we won't talk about this one day, huh? How great would that be? That would be be terrific. I'd love to be out of a job. (laughs) There you go. In the meantime, compasshousingalliance.org. Check it out. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this edition of Your Community Matters.